This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, now in our fifth season looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. I'm Richard Woodward and you are tuned into the midweek show, available every week on video and audio for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more of football conversation. So make your blunt, your Monday, your Blunday, whenever day it is, make it a blue day. Um, we are back and we have got two stalwarts of the podcast. We've got Mr. David Diamond. Hello, Dave. Guy, good to uh, see you. Uh, Mr. Joe Fairs, Joe, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, cheers. Well, you were both there last night, weren't you, for this leasing.com trophy game, which is the... Uh, oh, yeah. Which is, everyone's excited about <laughs> the leasing.com trophy. Um, so that will be the um, the main talking point for t- tonight. Um, was there any um, VIP pie eating situations last night, or were you slumming it with the muggles? Not by me, you don't know about Joe. Joe, were you... Uh... I was there, it was, it was um, roast chicken last night. Oh, nice. Just ro- what, a roast chicken or a po- roast chicken pie? It was a, a roast chicken breast with Ooh. sort of oh, a veg and um, yeah. dofu noir potatoes. Oh, league nice. one. Very Who nice says it's like a, bit, <laughs> like a bit of dofu noir. That means that had a cheeky pint in the greyhound, that was about it. Very good. Well, I do. Um, yeah. Bump into Ed Sheeran, Joe, or...? No, no, I was a bit busy to see Ed. <laughs> Maybe he was literally. Time. It was literally sitting when we ended up sitting because we got moved a couple of times. Won't go into that, but um, he right. was sitting up in the corporate bit about. Oh man, that's been about. I thought it was ten meters. Stat thought it was closer to eight, so he was getting quite, quite, uh, quite excited about it. But uh, sadly, I don't. I think he did get a kind of a not a selfie. He sort of did the old uh, one of those like that, and sort of got a little bit of him in a video. But that was it. Yeah, he cleared off just after the fourth goal. I think he went mass evacuation of the box. Ed is leaving the ground. <laughs> it was a yeah. If you hear this noise, it's an important <laughs> announcement. Ed Sheeran's leaving the ground. Yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. 
Ooh, he yeah, bloody loves yeah. the leasing.com trophy, doesn't Mate, he? Old he's, Ed. All, he's all over the leasing.com trophy. Yeah, yeah he, he really is. And to be fair, some of the guys we saw him like looking back, obviously you do look back at half time and um, one or two of the guys that were sitting just in front of the box, he was sort of posing for selfies and yeah, and that's well, Darren nice. Ambrose, Freddie Sears, and uh, Cole Scoose got one with him. So uh, he's working his way through the squad. I missed Ed. that. I really did that. Yeah, I missed that on yeah, social yeah, yeah, media. Yeah, you, can yeah, still, yeah. you can find it. Um, Shall we do a bit of news, gentlemen? Let's um, let's bring ourselves up to date before we crack on with Gillingham. Um, let's start with Joe. You can tell us or give us your thoughts about um, James Norwood having a bit of a jolly off to Munich. No, he's off to have surgery. Um, we love German stuff now, so he went off to Munich to have a groin operation. I think I think he's had the surgery now. It's because, all sorted by the sound of it, yeah. Well, there's an Instagram story of him rolling around, I think, Munich Airport in a wheelchair at the moment. So. <laughs> I was there. I love that. I'll have to find that. <laughs> he can't, um, he can't, he yeah, so he it. must have had the surgery today and is now on his way back home. And he's um, and apparently, according to Stuart Taylor last night, is good for should be good for training next week and should be good for Atkinson in just under a fortnight, which is... Modern, modern science, eh? Cheating friends or cheating science, which is most important. Well, well that's impressive, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, that, news, really is a, that really is a minor operation, isn't it? Christ, you know. Um, yeah, it's groin especially. You know, usually those are sort of nagging, nagging injuries that, that if they do go, can turn into all sorts of bloody complications. So, yeah, obviously, he's had it for a while. Sometimes they just it and, clean it up, don't they, on some of these I operations. guess so. I mean, sometimes I've known it, you know, they turn into bloody hernias and stuff like that. So, obviously, it wasn't as bad. Obviously, it's something that's been niggling him, but it wasn't, you'd think it was not a risk of a full bloody, blooded torn groin, you know, which is a Christ, months potentially out. So, yeah. But it's good news he's back so soon if it if it is the case though, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's a really dumb question. No, it's a, it's bad news. Yeah. James Norris fit. Um, <laughs> talking of players with with groin problems, um, Kane Vincent Young is in the news quite a lot, um, Dave, this week. Um, so he went off at halftime a precaution apparent against Fleetwood, um, and um, is carrying a bit of a groin problem himself, mm. having treatment. Um, so. That's obviously a minor concern, though there appears to be options now after last night. Um, so th- that's bad, but now let's have two positives so that we're in net positive uh, mode. He is Town's Player of the Month for September, which I think we're all supportive of. I don't think we disagree with that. Also in the running for League One Player mm. of the Month and the mm. PFA Fan Awards, along oh, with yeah. Thomas Holly. So it potentially... A wardastic month for Kane Vincent Young. It's been quite a, a start to his town career, hasn't it? Yeah, he's been fantastic. He's really sort of hit the ground running, isn't he? You can see class, right? You know, the right back we haven't had since. I don't know. I always go back a bit. David Wright. I mean, everyone said that. You know, a proper Fab- right back. Fabian Wilnes. I mean, I was, yeah, and, yeah, probably further back. Fabian Wilnes, because yeah, I think Wright perhaps had his limitations going forward, where clearly this lad hasn't. Um, I mean, if he continues his progress as he had in the first month or or, or so, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where and when we end, where we end up end of the season, and certainly where he ends up. Yeah, well, hopefully in the championship for both of well, us. Well, with that, hopefully championship with us. But yeah, there is a quality player, and you know, half a million at, at, at the moment looks an absolute steal, isn't it? Joe, he's um, he obviously went off against Fleetwood, and and Guion Edwards took his place, and and. And it was a, a legitimate right kind of wing back situation. Danassian, spoiler alert, played there last night. Are you if if he doesn't make it, are you comfortable with those two or one of those two taking up his position, or is it moved back to I don't know a four four two and Chambers or Wolfenden ends up there? What, what's your thinking on that? 
I think he's probably the player that's going to be the biggest drop off for who the replacement coming in for is. If we were to lose anyone now, I think sort of dropping back to Danassian or Edwards or Chambers or Wolfenden across there, that is probably the biggest drop we're going to get in terms of what he gives us, mm. both going forwards and going backwards. He dominates outside of the pitch on his own. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I'll tell yeah. you what, looking, I know we're going to get to the Gillingham game, but. Danassian looked. I mean, I know certainly second I was playing in front of us, but my bloody hell, he looked really fit last night, as if he'd sort of lost weight and looked trimmer. Looked, you know, I wouldn't again. I wouldn't say he had an outstandingly brilliant game, but yeah, just he went off at half time, didn't he? Ill. Yeah, yeah. Again, did, was there any explanation for that? Because was that illness? A, apparently, oh, illness was okay. Fine, <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe he's lost weight. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a totally, almost totally. From when I last saw him, almost totally different body shape to him. But yeah, okay, yeah, I, I agree with you, Joe. Definitely, he would be a huge miss. Uh, another one where Stuart Taylor reckons he should be joining training next week. So fingers crossed. I think we're all in agreement that clearly deserving of any awards that he gets. Um, uh, I'm and I think, to think going back, going back to the groin thing, if if it's just a minor, a minor niggle, then yeah, rest and treatment is the is the key there. So yeah, Dr. a blessing Dave. in disguise perhaps this week. Yeah, and, it's like wow, and, and and we talked about it on the flagship. Uh, um, calling off the for the internationals seems to be a good a good call all around there. So, um, yeah, so good luck to Vincent Young and his recovery and Nord as well. Um, talking, I'm trying to find a, a segue for this, but I can't really. Talking of people who will be sitting out a weekend action, Jack Ross um, has been uh, given his P45 at Sunderland after defeat. Um, to Lincoln on Saturday um, and just hours before they played their own leasing.com trophy against um, Grimsby. Um, he's been in the job, Dave, for 16 months. I've got an Opta stat for you. Um, of the current teams in the top four tiers of the English Football League, <laughs> only know. Liverpool and Man City have lost fewer <laughs> games if you ignore the playoffs. Um, Incredible. Uh, I think, yeah, what's your thoughts I on think that? There was a lot, one? Certainly last season, I haven't really... I mean, I know they're, what are they this season? They're sixth or something sixth, this season? Yeah, I mean, only lost two. There's a hell of a lot of drawn games in there, clearly, isn't there? Yeah, as as with was the problem last season. But he's the fans have kind of... The playoff defeat last season was unfortunate, but they'd been moaning about these draws. And I think there was always that tension, particularly you know when, he, when they played us. I remember there was a lot of angst at half-time and they kind of turned oh, it around. God. But Jack Ross, or Ross out, has been trending on Twitter pretty much most Saturdays this season, isn't it? So yeah. I guess it's not a surprise, but that was that was <clears throat> that was written and you know, when you watch that Sunderland Netflix sort of documentary, mm. it's not particularly stable there anyway, is it really? It really isn't. So was it a surprise sixth? Well I don't know. Probably yeah, that, that as you say it it's uh, it's a culmination of what went on and or what didn't happen ultimately last season. You know, massive let's face it, massive huge club in League One. Um you know, got a bit all right, playoff final EFL trophy final but that's a failure they didn't get up did they yeah um, and big expectation there too Joe the um, the favourites for the job at the moment with the bookies are Kevin Phillips Mick McCarthy's there or thereabouts <laughs> Daniel Strendel is it the uh, the Barnsley the, boss who, the Barnsley guy yeah um, your thoughts on uh, I think on the WhatsApp group we kind of all were slightly disappointed that they hadn't hang on and given Ross a little bit longer of being uh, middling along <laughs> so that they you can keep the them. Because you're, you're new manager bounce. Exactly right. And the squad, yeah. their Joe is quite strong. So your thoughts on, on who might come in to replace him? Well, I've just seen, they've already made contact with that Daniel Stendhal, apparently. Is but it Stendhal? I'd, Have I had an extra Stendhal, Stendhal. I, I don't actually I've know. I've got Strudel in my head. That's the truth. The ex-Barnsley manager they've made contact with. So 
potentially him, but it's, it's hard to tell. Like Sunderland are a strange club, and bearing in mind they've they've lost week in week out for ten years, that turning that ship around was always going to be a massive, massive task for him. And eighty-five points last season, enough for automatic promotion. Every now and again, yeah, they're sixth this year, but it's just the draws that have killed it, isn't it? And yeah. turn over the two years turn four or five of those draws into wins and they'd have been promoted last year and I think I don't don't know Paul Lambert had his comments on it today in the Scottish press saying that he thinks he should have been given more time so just the the big concern is that Sunderland have that squad and they they appoint a manager who comes in and just picks that squad up and turns it round and I say then that's a real competitor for us where they were never going to blow this league away under Ross. So I'd have preferred for him to stay. But we're probably a good bet for playoffs when they're, you know. Yeah. Um, so so let's, uh, we'll keep an eye on there, particularly if I, it's unlikely McCarthy will go there, surely. Dave, he's, he's got Euro 2020 qualifiers and all that stuff. Yeah, that would be a nice that. story, wouldn't it? I can't say. No, the best story surely would be Roy Keane, wouldn't it? Well, he's he's well, in it with Mill. assistant manager to Mick McCarthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. That's what we want. More touchline shenanigans. Uh, Mick, no, I don't wanted Mick, didn't they? That, that was in the Athletic last week. Stoke were keen oh, on okay. McCarthy, but his view is that he wouldn't leave Ireland before the Euros. Yeah. No, no, I can't see I can't see that happening. Well, no, no. Interesting. Yeah, maybe the Barnsley. Yeah, the Barnsley guy. Is, is there any I haven't, I haven't really seen it. Is there any um uh, any thought on who Barnsley might... Oh, no, hang on, they're in a different league, aren't they? Sorry, carry on. <laughs> we don't have to talk about them anymore. <laughs> Follow Ben Bloom for uh, that kind of content. Um, so, and and the guess would be that Jack Ross is a shoo-in for any SPL job that comes up in the next few so. months. So um, yeah. good luck to him. And yep. um, Sunderland, take your time. Maybe take a bit of a punt on an unproven manager and um, yeah, hopefully <laughs> remote, you can leave. Remote from within. Exactly right, yeah. Go for the cheap option. Finally in the news... Um, Joe, I'll come to you on this. It's about the under-23s finally getting off the mark with a win. Um, it sounds like an exciting game. 6-3 to Bolton. Um, and although a bit of a calamity in the last 10 minutes or so. Um, is this Bolton under-23s, is that anything to get excited about? Is it similar to Bolton maybe a month ago in the in, the, in League One? First team. Yeah, yeah there wasn't, I, I haven't seen the Bolton team. It wasn't released anywhere today. So I'd imagine it was quite a young team because... <laughs> they haven't really got an under twenty three squad, so maybe some of the players that played earlier in the season have, have dropped back down to this level. But yeah, this was six three makes the game sound a lot closer than it was. All three of their goals from the last ten minutes when it was packed up sort of five or six nil up at that point. But Thomas Hughes made his debut last night for the first team. Came on or started today and scored two goals, including one from just inside their half. He yes. specialises in that, doesn't he? Was it him who scored last season? One yeah, against Birmingham. Yeah, from inside inside his own half that time. This one, he just sort of takes a touch right on the touch line and just sort of just hits it over the keeper. Is that a piss take, Dave? That kind of goal, or is that just is that good? Oh, technique? No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm all for that. No, oh, yeah. no, certainly not a piss take at all. I'm all for goals like that. Fantastic. Yeah, bring it on. He, um, I saw him play in uh, one of one of the odd games. I went to the, what would have been 18s last year and saw him play. He certainly got a bit about him, and he, you know, he's got his sort of Grealish like socks at like half mast hasn't he he's got yeah he's got a bit of a bit of arrogance about my life was he not a did he not go out to bury or somewhere joe was he, he not at yeah he's, he was at, he's actually at Leiston at the moment so he actually, oh, is he? he scored for Leiston on saturday <laughs> really but they they lost i, I think they're I mean, really they struggling this year 
Yeah, they've well, barely lost, got points. lost all their yeah. money, haven't they? Oh, yes, they've lost their money. The manager's gone to Braintree. Yeah, all sorts going on there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise he was at Leicester. Oh, okay. Um, um, I think when you saw him, you said how he was playing sort of like a deeper midfield role when you saw him last time. I where he was, yeah. He normally plays higher up the pitch. But when he came on last night, it was in that sort of deeper um, midfield role, spraying the ball about. And... He's got a bit about him, I think. Yeah, he's obviously well I thought of. Uh, Joe, were there any tri- uh, were there trialists playing for us today, centre backs? Yeah, um, one is from Worcester City, um, Amdu, but who'd previously been, I think he'd previously been at Leicester at some point, maybe. And the other one is a uh, Amaku, I think, was at. Well, oh, I'm sort of doing myself. I'm sort of lining up some I don't know. But um, he, he'd he been released by Watford in the summer. I think he'd spent time at Southend in pre-season, didn't win a deal. But we are we are short on centre-halves in the sort of in the underage squads. So in the in the sort of underage teams we're fine, but in the under-23s, there isn't really anyone there. So we seem to have had a different trialist in every week there. We've had that heaven from Watford again, I think, as well. So we've had a lot of centre-back trialists, but none of them are sort of making the grade at the moment well keep that thought in terms of um, centre back options so let's let's bring it right up to date um, let's head um, to Tuesday night and Gillingham um, in the mm-hmm. leasing.com trophy so um, were you guys keeping a keen eye on the touchline before kickoff? there was a bit of a um, kind of dampening down of the um, the angst between Steve Evans certainly on his part um, from yeah. from last time around I, think, I don't think yeah, it was Evan, Evans, Evans came out quite early he seemed, well, I say quite early, a good minute or two minutes before before Lambert, and there was clearly no. <coughs> I did well. Then I sort of didn't really notice, but I gather there was no handshake. Certainly before it takes the Dave game. Evans are quite a while to walk anyway, Dave. So yeah, probably. it's a big unit. Isn't it? <laughs> I, I forgot yeah. to look. I forgot to look at the start of the game, but at the end of the game, Lambert sort of just walks across, shakes a fourth official's hand and then just sort of walks straight onto the pitch and made no attempt to get across Tell to Evans. Me, I know we'll get to it, but did we really do the joining of hands at the end of the game last we night? Did, did that yeah, really that. happen? So yeah. I, I don't know whether this It'll is It'll be happening as a Blue Monday live show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. That's totally fair enough. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Oh, but but Stuart Taylor was really keen to make everyone do it. The, the players kept oh. looking around and you could see him and he kept he's like pointing there and doing this and hands and that. And he was really um, making them do it. I think I think they still think they're quite embarrassed by it when they, <laughs> yeah. when they have to do it. But Taylor was insistent on it. Okay. I think there's a little bit of trolling in there because I think we did it deliberate because Chambers did a fist bump and then we did the kind of arms holding thing. And yeah. Joey Barton obviously kicked off about it on Saturday. So I can kind oh, of understand yeah. doing it just to wind him up. And oh, maybe absolutely. it was a wind-up yeah. for Steve oh, Evans as well, because oh, I don't think he particularly liked it. Oh, OK. Yeah, maybe, it was, a bit, maybe it was a bit of that, yeah. Um, but it's a bit of a siege mentality, you know? It's, it, we're kind of... I don't know. It will come back to honest, maybe. Let's let's well, let's well, talk about proper stuff, shall we? Um, let's talk about personnel. Um, I'll start with um, Gillingham, who I think were in a 4-4-1-1 formation last night. I'll pick out some kind of key bits and pieces of information. Um, 17-year-old goal... Uh, 17-year-old in goal... Um, Walsh, I want to say Joe Walsh, but I think he's a guitarist in Eagles, wasn't well, he? It was Joe Walsh. I think there his name go. was Joe Walsh. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> yeah. um, ben Blue Pringle Bates. also made his way in the lineup at Ipswich Town Loney. Um, and Mandron, I want to call out Mandron because he's ex Colu. Um, and my brother in law, who's a Colu fan, um, was um, on the fence about his qualities. I think he um, wasn't surprised when I texted him last night and said he scored an own, own goal for us. Um, you- and Stuart O'Keefe on the bench. Go on, Dave. Just quickly, and I didn't, I didn't really notice. How many of that Gillingham team last night played against us a couple of weeks back? Oh, that's a 
That's a good question. They made 10 changes. 10 changes. That's all I know they made 10 changes from Salah. Okay, so you so it's around that. Roughly, roughly yeah. the same. As, yeah, quite a bit of rotation. They For, were crap. <laughs> yeah, second string Gillingham versus second yeah. string Ipswich is not really a fair fight, is it? Um, just uh, the nine changes for uh, Paul Lambert or Stuart Taylor. Um, Wilson um, is and Wolfenden are the only two who retain their place in the team. Norris comes in and goal. Um, it's Enciala who joined, who slots in instead of Chambers, and is also captain. Captain Enciala, um, Kenlock, Dynasty. No surprise is that they come in for the wide midfield wing back situation. Um, Ilmazuni um, and Hughes are in central midfield with Danny Rowe, I think, just behind the strikers and Keane and Roberts up front. Um, on the bench, um, one of Luke Chambers, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The people, One of the kids who lives in Chambers' house. What's the word I'm looking for? Tenant. Um, Brett McGavin's on the bench along with um, a couple of other youngsters, including um, Tommy Hughes. Are we going with Tommy Hughes or is it Thomas Joe? Either's fine. Either's fine. We'll ask his parents. That'll be fine. Um, Dobra is on the bench. I think, Joe, you were probably looking for him to start, perhaps, but it's the second yeah, half cameo I, I, for him. I can see why he did it when you see the bodies there, but it's great that he got on at half-time. Cause I, can't, I, can't say, I can't say why, because stat, stat would kill me. He would officially kill me, but he was extremely disappointed that Corey and Dabba didn't get a yeah, game last night. Do you know why? I, I'm not going no, well, to elaborate on it. I mustn't, because... He will come and kill me, but okay, you don't. He's holding it back. He's got a draft. Tweet I thought that's what it was about. To, ready yeah. to go. It's ready to go. Well, so just pausing I, on that. So I know, but I cannot divulge. We talked he, about he the under twenty three. He must be injured so. in Darba because he wasn't on the bench and he wasn't in the under twenty threes game today. So that was mortified. He, he can't be fair. And our Midlands correspondent had given us a, a got, nod yeah, that Darba would be starting. I heard some stuff, but it was maybe a bit. It was a few. It was a day or so old, maybe information, but the rest of the. the, it, the I, it wouldn't surprise if he picked up an, an injury between when that little birdie flew in your ear and told you that message and the game, because the yeah. fact he wasn't part of the game last night and part of the game today, there's no reason for that unless he's gone and joined up Violent on twenty ones that we weren't aware of or he's injured. But there's no way he wouldn't have been involved in either game. You're not aware of any loan move there, Joe, either. Maybe. Not. No, not at the moment. No. Okay, let's get into the action, shall we? Um, and, I mean, I've not got a huge amount of commentary in the first half, um, <laughs> apart from the goals. Um, let's do it in on my Skype call order. Dave, you are above Joe, so let's start with you. And this um, this good work down the right between Danassi and Ilmazuni gets involved. Ilma Lovely Zuni little does, turn, and then what happens Ilma next? Ilmazuni does really well. Ilmazuni's a very deceptive young player, because he doesn't look at I mean, he looks like... You know, quite you know, quite lean and quite. He's deceptively strong, deceptively strong. Very quick feet. Did really well. Um, I think it was a good bit, a good bit of play between him and Danassian. Ball seemed to get. I don't know if Joe saw this. Ball seemed to get like stuck, stuck in the sort of wide right for a bit, and then El Mazzuni showed great feet. Just came away from the ball. Um, yeah, I think he. It was him that laid it yeah. square to Hughes. Was I think he got yeah. his head up and laid it square. So great. Um, Hughes, I think, just took a touch, hit it low. Seemed seemed at first to be, oh, that's one of those, oh, sort of crept in. But in deference to Hughes, I think he did hit it quite well. It's pretty much right in the corner, I think. And I, I believe, I, I reckon, whether the keeper was unsighted or not, but I couldn't really see he made much effort to get down to it, did he? I Maybe a little really, bit un- yeah, unexpected, perhaps, from the Good strike, great, but... great for Hughes, who just basically 
strolled through the game really he was just on a different level when he yeah when he was on the ball and stuff was it a was it a, did it dip and bounce off the pitch or was there a slight deflection in there yeah maybe it did he, I, hit, I was, he just hit it along the ground really doesn't yeah he? it was a bit as a side i'd have said looking at it from my angle it would seem like a soft one he thought oh oh it was sort of crept in but yeah one of those but Obviously, he hit it quite well in the corner. I think maybe the keeper slightly unsighted. I don't know. Good strike. Good play from El Wazuni, though, who, who I thought was probably our standout player of the night, probably. Mm. Well, he's involved in number two, Joe, and, and that's that's the next bit of action I've got listed out here as well. Um, he's in, he's There's a shot, I think, deflected back or it ricochets around and, yeah... Yeah, so the replay a, doesn't really... You can't really see what happened in the replay, so you'll have to tell us about no, it. No, miss it. It's a, it's a long ball up to sort of from Norris and Keane gets up and does a lovely little chest down oh, yeah. and I think it's to it's either to Roberts but sort of between Roberts Rowe and El Mazzuni, they work the ball really nicely a little bit of one touch play El Mazzuni is in sort of 25-30 yards and hits a shot it doesn't catch it that well takes a big deflection and at first deflection almost makes it look like it's going to wrong foot the keeper but it doesn't it just sits up to Roberts who just yeah, smashes wow. it left footed sort of yeah. outside outside of his boot Absolutely hammers it past the keeper. Good really good finish. Like yeah. you'd have expected him to score it from from how it's set up. He takes it really early and just hammers it home. Really. Yeah. And what kind of game had he had up to that point? Because the next bit of action I've got is is him going down with an injury and needing treatment. Yeah, he, and he, did he have a good? Because one of the questions is about him as well. So let's let's talk about him as an option. But I thought he did okay, Joe. And you, I thought I thought he did okay. I, I quite like him. He's neat and tidy. He's got he got bad touch. Yeah, he's. I mean, you say he's got perhaps the physical presence of a maybe a Norwood, perhaps, or or, or certainly a Keane, you know. But I, I I don't mind Roberts at that level. I'm sure he could he could come in and do some sort of job. He's, yeah, go on, I don't think he's quite there for us in the first team. But I don't think he'd let you down if he played. No, no exactly. Yeah. So sort of puts himself about, gets the level. ball and stuff. And in in this competition, he's oh, it's three goals in two games. Yeah. And he's he's too good for that that competition. Yeah, and but and as I think as we talked about Joe, probably he's too good for a loan to the conference, which is or yeah. the national league, which is all he could do at the moment. So, and it uh, sounded like he was very close to going to Colchester just before the transfer deadline on loan, but we pulled the plug on it because I think we would Keane wasn't up to fitness and we needed him as an option. And yeah, so I've, I, in terms of match action for the first half, that's all I've got. I've kind of got um, Stuart Watson was was one on Twitter saying it was a glorified training match. I've got yeah, a was... note here that twenty six um, Woods is booked for I think Hughes mugs him off. I think he knocks the ball past him and runs around him, and then oh, yeah, yeah. Woods comes <laughs> back and hacks him down. But um, it sounds like Hughes was kind of a level above last night, and you, uh, were, you were getting Someone some tactical was... advice from from Mick Stockwell, weren't you, Joe? Their, their forward was needlessly late on Tessiala as well, wasn't yeah. he? he? Got yellow for that. Just that went right problem, through him. <laughs> on the yeah. edge of our box, which is so that's quite actually funny to see. Yeah, well, not funny, just cleaned him out. And he picked up a yellow. It wasn't that sort of game, really. It was just two yeah, silly fouls, really. It was a, yeah. against Fleetwood. But yeah, go on, Joe. Yeah, no, Mick Stockwell spoke to me. I spoke to Mick Stockwell at halftime where we were. And he was just saying, you've just got to get Emmy accused in the team. Oh, yeah. Even at 80, 85%, he's just, he's the best, he said he's the best player at the club. He's the highest paid player at the club. And he's just streets ahead of every, everyone on the pitch. And you can yeah. see it. The only way you're going to get him up to 100% is just to play him every week to get his confidence back in his in his knee and just you've just got to get him in the team. He said his brain is just so much sharper. Mm. He, I think he was just telling me that as a story to link into the fact that he went to Colchester when he was 38 years old and scored 16 goals in his first season because his, <laughs> his brain was so much sharper than yeah, everyone else. Yeah, he's getting there. 
<laughs> Good for him. Yeah, um, in there. I bet you didn't tell you about that right angle he put in that kitchen yesterday, did he? <laughs> he had a pencil behind his ear still, yeah. Um, so that's... Um, I'll, I'll give you a quote, sir. Oh, no. I've, well, I've got to get that laminate yeah, in. Joe, from, sorry, uh, Joe knows about this. What am I yeah. saying? Sorry, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Who does your kitchens? Um, so um, there's a double change at the break. Um, um, is the... And we, you're saying Danassin's illness related, is it, Joe? Apparently so, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and, he, he did okay. He and, did okay. Yeah. Right side. Just, just didn't touch the nest. He's, he's all right. Uh, yeah, we we think he, he's dependable, but he's certainly not a first choice. He's not option. a change. <laughs> no. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just not very good going forwards, and his no. passing isn't very progressive, and he struggles on the ball when he's in but, tight spaces. I just I think, think back to that Brentford it's, game, though. Do you remember the, Brent, the Brentford home game where he was marauding up the pitch and crossing it in and... I just seem to think it's a bit weird that he's he's regressed so much that he's forgotten how to do that and he's liberated a little bit. But last night is perhaps uh, yeah you, you tend to forget last night you know the standard of opposition to be true. Changed. I thought he did really well last night, but yeah, put it into context. And, and you guys will have to help me out here. I, I don't know whether there's a formation change to accommodate Dobra and I think Edwards is a swap for Danassia. Dobra comes on yes, for Roberts, is it? Straight swap. Yeah, Dobra yeah. does play up front. Right okay. For Roberts. So there's there's a couple of bits of action here straight away for Dobra. Um, he gets involved with Danny Rowe as a shot saved at the near post, I think. Um, I don't know how close that was. Um, a few minutes later, again, Dobra's involved. Um, and it's a cutback to Ilmazuni, who I think gets into the box and tries to get a shot off, but it's deflected over the top oh. for a corner. And then Dave, we're at 62 minutes, and we've talked about Ilmazuni quite a lot. It's a brilliant set piece, isn't it? It's a good corner. It's a good corner because he did some of his corners weren't great last night. He was sort of drifting them high or just not quite getting them right. But that one he got right. And initially, again, I was perhaps unsighted. I was sort of almost just at a slight angle to that. Um, I think they gave the goal to Danny Rowe, didn't they? And well, they did on the they did in the ground. Oh, his man's own goal. I think it was an OG, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, it's a good ball. Put him good bit of pace. Yeah, confident boy. You know, he's not. You know, he doesn't shy away from his set plays or anything like that. Real confident boy. I mean, again, another player who. You know, as a squad player, they have no qualms if, if, you know, he comes in, you know, in a League One game off the bench or even, you know, injuries, he, he gets a start. No qualms about him at all. Mm. Good player. And, and that's another assist from a corner for him as well. Obviously, notably the yeah, Chambers goal. Yeah, I mean, goal uh, again, right. Joe, you must have seen him come through from eight, well, even younger, yeah. Or... But he came um, across at 16. 16, yeah. Because he's French, he came across. Didn't do a shit. Sort of first year was sort of playing about sort of wherever he could fit in to get a game right back centre back centre midfield just sort of anywhere just to play him and then he came back at the start of second year and just looked sort of a beast of a player just ran the show and just when he was playing in the youth cup games for the under 18s last year it was sure. almost like a man sort of playing on the pitch and just sort of running around almost like how he was for the first goal where he's just keeping hold of the ball and just going back and forth waiting for it yeah. to open up he was like that all the way through but no he, no, he like really it. kicked on last year yeah, it looks as though he's kicked on again. Yeah, I really like him. Mm. Um, I, again, I've not got a huge amount of action to talk about, Jen, so feel free to chip in if I've missed anything out. There's a long ranger from Gwian Edwards. I think he's popped up on the left-hand side for that. I um, could hit that, yeah. And 80 minutes I'm, I'm now at, um, and it's a substitution. It's Tommy Hughes for his debut. He comes on for Wilson. Again, a change of formation there, Joe. You said he was Wilson. Um, sorry, Hughes went to midfield, did he? Yeah, we, ju we just went four rather than five at the back, and he just stepped forward into the almost a diamond midfield with Idris and Emir Hughes. And, and 87 minutes, Joe. Um, aforementioned, Amon, Amanda Dobra is involved again with uh, the fourth goal. Talk yeah, does, does well, wins the ball, 
picks it up, drives forward and sees Will Keane, who I think sort of he looked offside when I saw it and on the replay still looks offside. It's borderline, so, isn't it? VAR I think he made, But Keane just takes a touch, keeper comes out and he just confidently tucks it past him. So yeah. offside or not. I still it was good to see Keane on the score sheet because he ha- he had had a quiet game in reality and I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, it didn't maybe sound like a, I thought the finish may be a lesson to our incumbent centre forward perhaps. Well, but... he didn't muck about, did he? And, and no, yeah, the keeper did come out to, a little just bit. Just shifted but... to one side. Yeah. Just yeah, placed yeah, it in the corner. He said that. Now. There was an interview of him after the game and he said, oh, I did think about dinking it and this but then I thought this is my only chance I've had all game, so I just yeah. want to put it in. It's like well What what was the reason for him... you should try and put it in. Well exactly right. I put your laces through it. Any any reason for him having a quiet one, Dave, from your perspective? Um, much service I don't, I don't, yeah maybe service as such I don't know really they, did they have a couple of big centre backs I don't know he, he came into it a bit more second half second half I thought and it's one or two passages of players Joe I think for the second goal referred to you know where he linked up linked up pretty well you can see he's an intelligent you know he's an intelligent footballer um, and again you know good someone like that to get at least in a I say competitive game a semi-competitive game that he's getting you know 90 minutes as as did Emir Hughes under his can't hurt under his under his belt you know and mm. a goal as with Hughes can't can't you know can't hurt but certainly I know what Joe thought for the first half Hughes just I think I said he could have been smoking a bloody cigar he was just getting the ball dropping his shot he's strong and he's str- I, I can see what Stockwell means yeah you, you, I'd like to see him in the side he's just got you know, he's strong, he's got a great eye for a ball, he's got an eye for goal, clearly, gets up and down the pitch. Um, yeah, he's not many, not much you can criticise him for, really, other than he's, he's injury-prone, of course. Any, anyone else kind of leap out as possible first-teamers anytime soon there? I mean, looking at Joe on Dobra and Neil Mazzuni, I mean, what's the, these bench players at best for us at the moment? I think I think Dobber is such a live wire that you could sure. put him on the bench because he he just makes stuff happen and I, I I don't I don't really see him starting many games in the league this year no. just because I think we've got such options there but as as a sort of wild card to chuck on if you need right. something to happen in a game he just he doesn't respect anyone anyone's <laughs> reputations he just he just goes for him and like I say the two chances he picked up earlier it's just like down in the corner flag knocking the defender out of the way getting round oh. him taking the time, having a look out, finding someone. He's, he's a really good player in sort of like as Dave was saying earlier, El Mazzuni just in midfield. I know he's with Emmy Hughes in there, but those two just looked absolute head and shoulders above yeah, the sort of Gilliam team. They just ran the show and he's just, he just seems so confident in everything he does that, I don't know, it'd be he's nice really if impressive. could get he them really, in. really, from what I've seen of him, he's a really impressive player, bloody hell. And strong, you know, low centre of gravity, really strong. Obviously, upper body, you know, can, yeah, seldom, what I saw, seldom gets knocked off the ball and he's, you know, he must shine in the, you know, in the age group, surely, bloody hell. He's a, and he's a re- sort of really good presser of the ball as well. When you sort of see him, when he's sort of playing in a more advanced role, he really gets about the defenders oh, and the holding no, midfielders, getting the balls off him and... Where do you yeah. where do you slot Dobra in in the kind of three four one two formation that we're trying at the moment, Joe? Or is it wait for a four three three four four two situation? Can he play that wing back role, or is he not disciplined enough for that? No, he couldn't play that role. No, he, he's he's not really a wide player; he's more of a central player. But I think he sort of just ends up out wide. He probably would need to be the one in a three four one two, or just as a second striker. You could even play El Mazzuni as that one. In that I was going to say, is that one? You, yeah, you put in there. He's got similar to John Nolan how he plays where he's not a sort of number 10 he's sort of an 8 yeah, that 
gets around the pitch but has that instinct to get in the box when he needs to. Almost got an embarrassment of riches, guys. Oh. Embarrassment. What um, on the debit side, though, Joe? I don't know what you thought, but oh, Toto weren't of the very sharpest. <laughs> but mind you, he never looks at those that he's sharpest, no. which is why I like him. Because <laughs> he's, he's always likely to drop well, a one, bollock. You know? I like, I like that. Clat, I that, like was... that. He keeps you on the edge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The one where he got clapped, that was I think Norris told him a little bit short on that part, he and he left the defender a chance to go in and, oh sorry, the striker, and he did he go in. Out, him, but yeah, Toto, I think he's going to have to go some to get in this team with the, with the way the other defenders are playing. Yep. Well, w- Wilson looked good um, Saturday again, and Wolfen doing as well. So surely um, they've got to get him get his contract sorted out, haven't they? Wilson, well, Wilson's yeah. played. What they say in seven league games, we've won all seven and kept seven clean sheets. Is that right? Yeah. Stats. Yeah. That's what you want. Get him on. Get yeah, him I know on. We Sign played up. at Luton when we lost, but played again last night. So nine games, so, eight so weeks. So we've got him till January. Is that right? First, to, or not? first of January. First of January. Surely. Surely. Yeah. Well, when I, I said, I read in the program, there was an interview with him in the program a few weeks ago. I, I said this on there a couple of weeks ago, but basically he, he signed till January because. He didn't want to tie himself up for a year, just play two or three oh. games at the start of the season okay, while okay. we had while we had right. injury covers. Yeah. And then not play. So oh, we right. need so to keep playing him if we want to keep him effectively. So right. but he's playing himself into the team, so I don't see any like I don't see any reason why he's gonna leave come January and I'm sure there'll be a new contract announced. Yeah, before yeah. then. So Toto, is he going to deputise at Accrington? Because Wilson's obviously suspended for that. We found out that the suspension from the Fleetwood sending off doesn't apply for the EFL trophy. Right. Are you confident that NCR can come in? He's, I think he was actually one of our better players at Accrington, wasn't he? four at the back. Didn't right. he play three at the back, do you? No. Okay. Honestly, I mean, what I've seen, guys, I don't know about you, of League One so far, some good, nice football played. On probably some of it on a par with the championship up to the final third. I bet. It's just awful in the final. Third. I think that's a factor on our clean set sheets. Plays, isn't it? Set plays are crap. Um, final ball poor, crossing awful. Um, yeah. I Do you think we've anything. we've conceded what is it like one goal in nine games? Is it? And the and the goal we've conceded was a long ball which Chambers makes an error in controlling. Scoose then dives in, misses it's it. Wimble. No. No. Um, Tranmere. The. Oh yeah, I missed that game. And yeah, then yeah, Garber yeah. doesn't really track his man. Then and Holy. Just spilt it. So the only way we can yeah, see the it hits the guy and goes in. Yeah. Three like absolute balls ups in a row. Yeah. It's us giving away, away goals rather than teams scoring them. That's passes my take on it. In the final third, these teams are bloody awful. Yeah. I mean, again, you probably saw it Fleetwood. I mean, did they really create that? I mean, they had the one great chance. Oh, they didn't score that when the geezer heads it back. Was it Chad Evans? Just doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't at all. He just watches it. He just well, they, didn't have, they didn't have a shot on target, did they? Oh, it's just. Yeah, I, from what I've seen so far, like, Peter obviously put Peterborough to one side. They can obviously score goals, and, but can, on the other hand, can see goals for fun. But from what I've seen so far, it's, it's just nothing. Wickham are the other goal scorers, aren't they? Peterborough and Wickham. And they've got, had, got a bloody Addy Bayo, haven't they? got Bayo up front. <laughs> yep. Uh, 95-minute penalty. Legend. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> so um, uh, Ipswich have qualified for the knockout phase, gents. Of the Leasing.com trophy. Hey, sirrah, sirrah. Will hey. Keane is keen that we take it seriously and go all the way. I assume you're in agreement. We're up for a double, yeah? You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, I think so. Just, just you know what? Do you have to be a world of... I don't think... Do we have to look at say a word of caution? But I was staggered to see that, and I really didn't appreciate this, that someone posted at the weekend after the game that Portsmouth had exactly the same record as us this time last season. 1-8, drawn three. Um, and almost the same goals. 21-8 and eight against, something like that. And perhaps, as they've say, said about Sunderland, all right, Portsmouth actually did win the EFL trophy, perhaps. But going forward, being caught up in this, um, I didn't really notice whether either I made FA, particularly long FA Cup runs, but it was uh, ultimately perhaps what cost one or certainly both of them, well, yeah, certainly both of them, promotion in the end. Mm. But, okay, Sunderland got to the final. It was a one-off game against Charlton, of course, you know. But, um, yeah. That's an interesting slant on it, but it's, look, it's, you know, talking, looking at our yeah. squad and even looking at the players that have got to come back into our squad, we're it's incredibly we're like eons ahead of everybody else, aren't we? I think we just continued to treat the leasing.com trophy the way we've been treating it so far. Under make twenty nine, yeah, ten, reserve game, make yeah. nine or ten changes and still yeah. win. Stats did say if, if you get to like the semi final yeah, and you're yeah, going away from Wembley, yeah, then you've yeah. got to, you've got to take that seriously and you've yeah. got to try and get to Wembley, but. At the moment, it's it's working very well. It's allowing us to get our whole squad up to match fitness. And like I say, you look at the players that came in last night, Norris, Keane, Hughes, Edwards to an extent, El Mazzuni, Rowe. All these players needed minutes, and they got minutes last night. And mm-hmm. Kenlock, Danassian. Like I say, if we're going to be rotating our squad through. And if these are the ones where we make the big changes. Then the the longer we stay in this tournament, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, as I long agree. as we're treated like that. Yep. Roe was very good. Roe was very good second half last night. I thought. Excellent. I like, I like Roe. Do like Danny Roe. We wow. You've never mentioned it before, Dave. So I know I haven't. I thought I had to come forward and mention it now. <laughs> Get it off my chest. Exactly right. Well, we'll keep an eye out for Danny Roe then. Um, let's do some uh, Twitter questions. And of course, as soon as I open the Twitter app, the questions tweet disappears. Here we go. Um, so in my question tweet, uh, I I said. Um, Lambert reshuffles the pack as expected, but a second string ITFC is still dominant. Um, Michael Smith, 
um, not um, Mikey Smith, Michael Smith uh, says, I disagree. Um, not a second string at all. Look at the bench we had last night and the boy Hughes making his debut. This was a genuine mix of youth players and rehabilitation senior players. In this context, the performance is much more impressive. Do you agree? I th- I'm still going to stick with my second string. It's no Holy, no Chambers, no Nolan, no Norwood, no yeah, Jackson. I, I suppose I see the point that he's trying to make is that Emir Hughes, Will Keane, these are players that their first if everyone was in, fit yeah. would be proper first okay. team so at the moment at, at the moment it is a second string because they're not players that are starting regularly in the league but I see the point he's trying to make that that is not a it's not a reserve 11 is it and I guess the, the mix of youth players that he's talking about there these are these are players who are high prospect players who could who could play a, a role in the league Joe mm. well I, I think Idris El is and Armando Dobra first team is in reality now. I know they'll play for the under-23s, but they are part of the first team as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a continuation of the similar theme about second string, which has obviously gone down particularly well um, with Twitter. Um, Tim Donovan, Dave, says, um, would our second string team <coughs> be good enough to compete for promotion from League One? We had a bit of a similar debate on the Blue Monday WhatsApp group, didn't we? Mikey wasn't so sure. And then and we, we called out Keenan Hughes. What, well, the, the team, the team last, the team, team. The team who played last night. Yeah. Um, I think they'd be competitive. Whether they'd be good enough for promotion or not, I'm not quite sure in certain positions, but I think they'd certainly be competitive, yeah. Top half? That was the debate we were having. Um, yeah, I'd perhaps given that. I, I mean, it's, it's difficult to say, like Norris. We've seen him. We've seen Norris. I've only seen Norris in these two games so far. Spurs, okay, conceded one. Was he out really tested? Not really sure. Certainly not second half against Spurs. Last night he wasn't tested at all. I don't think he had a save to make, did he? So it's kind of difficult sometimes to to assess that. But um, yeah, I'd think we'd be competitive up to up up to a point in League One. Yeah, I don't think we'd quite be in the position we are now. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan C uh, DC ninety six um, asks Joe Keen looks like he's not far off full fitness. When is he? Um, when is he? Uh, when is he what is our best oh when he is eyesight <laughs> what is our best front two pairing or will Lambert keep rotating there well I think if he's back to full fitness I think it's probably fairly well I'd, I'd say he's our best striker Will Keane is the, the way he's, I saw him play last year and when he was on form I think I don't see Norwood or Jackson are better players than him but I, I, I don't know what Lambert will do because it's the case of Norwood and Jackson is working at this level and Keane's got to play his way into that team but I think if Keane gets in and starts two or three games in a row I think Norwood and Jackson are going to find it very difficult to take him out of the team mm. I'd, I'd personally difficult but I'd probably say Keane and Norwood sorry Keane and Jackson's our best pairing at the moment at the moment I tell you what when they're all fit Keane and Freddie Sears well <laughs> dynamite yeah. oh yeah well, Keane and Freddie Sears is a championship quality strike force isn't it absolutely yeah. right yeah they're cheering's mate yeah um uh, Mikey Penty Smith does get a question in yeah, um Dave and I think both of you are going to have to help me out I don't know whether this is a sarcastic or there is some hidden message in here that I'm not going to get because a lot of stuff goes over my head in this on this pod um how much of a relief is it to have this international break now what with Norwood Kane Vincent Young injured and Downs and Judge amongst others absent I mean we've talked about this no am I missing something here is this a legit question Mikey's going to be apoplectic I'm sure I'm I'm sure it's Mikey being legit I think we've covered it haven't we really yeah you know yeah. We refer you to the the flagship and the midweek show earlier on, Mikey. Um, 
<laughs> Bloody hell. When's his tweet? I demand an answer. Yeah, yeah. You missed out my, my excellent question. Um, also, another person who made his pod debut on the weekend, um, Seb Brown asks a question because I'm just going to lob on Blue Monday people just for the fun of it. Um, but um, it's an interesting thought. If someone offered us 500k for judge in January, Joe, I want to keep the alliteration of the Jays there. Would you take it given the likes of Nolan Rowe, Bishop and possibly Hughes can play the number 10 role? I'll add in Il Mazzuni as well um, with more discipline. I don't see the point in taking it. It wouldn't be reinvested into the side, would it? I don't think. If if Evans wants some money, he'll accept the bid. But as as a fan, I don't see the point in selling a player that is going to contribute at some point this season once he gets going. Mm. I, Joe, I agree. I think he's he's too good a player not to, at some point, really click, and we'll see the best of him. I think. Yep, I think we can all agree on that one. Um, and and Dommy Boy seventy nine also chipped in with that. Um, he says I like Judge, but I think the others have offered us more from what I've seen. Um, maybe best is to come though. So there you go. Dommy Boy agrees with you, Dave. Also um, for you, Dave Dennis Sullivan, our mate Sully. Hey, Dennis. Um, assuming we get promoted, I love these. Assuming if when <laughs> <laughs> we get promoted, which players should stay in in League One? Assuming again that we would look to sign players, which of your who are you jettisoning of these this successful promotion winning Bloody team? Hell. Hypothetical. It. Um, you okay? So you got you, you've really got to look another. So looking another season on, say we get promoted to the championship, you've got to be looking sadly. And I know I've said it before. Probably Chambers wouldn't probably make the step up to the championship at his age. You know, doing a great job at the moment, but I can't see that. Give him a coaching Skews, job. has he got another season of championship left in him? Ooh, I don't know. Give him Arguable. a coaching so, job as well. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at those. Initially, for me, you're looking at those two. The rest, as it stands now, well, you know, you could just go through the team. I'd love to sign Garber. I'd love to sign Garber. He can make the jump. Obviously, Kane, Vincent Young can. I'm sure Wolfenden can. Um, Wilson. From what I've seen so far, no. <laughs> No reason not to think he could, you know, out and out stop a centre half. Well, obviously he's uh, he doesn't like conceding goals. Um, well, your you think... your your top choice strike partnership was Keenan Sears. Would it be the same in the Championship? Yeah, I think it probably would. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you only got to look. Norwood obviously is an unknown unknown quantity at that level. Jackson didn't exactly set the world alight, did he? Mm. Well, uh, maybe a, a year of confidence building in League One might be all doing the world of good. Absolutely. Um, and he did score goals in the Championship, albeit not too many of them, and, but he did take his chances when he got them. Um, I guess so. Joe, any, anyone to add in? Let's let's flip it around and make it a positive question. Who, who are you taking with you to the Championship if 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 promotion was to happen? I, I don't really see that any any other squad is going to struggle in the Championship at the moment. And when we, when we go up it's to be a... Like it, it depends. We're not we're not going to be going up and aiming for the top six, are we? In reality, we're going to be going mm. up and Survival. looking to us yeah. sort of yeah, sort of be solid in the championship and sort of try and push on from there. And yeah. I think like I say I sort of Dave says Chambers and Scoose, but I think it's just their age, which is just going to be yep. we'll yep. want to be sort of phasing them out of the team. Yep. But I think you'd keep them around the squad next year. I know you keep them around the squad, but yes, for that, that sort of thing. I think the, I think. Norwood and Jackson would be my big concern if you're going up with those two as your front two. That, like I say, the amount of, like I say, I don't want to sort of jump on Norwood because he's been a good signing, but he's scored five goals, two of, two of which were penalties in 11 games. And 
he's Nothing for a while though. and he's missed a huge amount of chances mm. you're not going to get that many chances in the league above and if you don't take those chances is he a streaky player I don't know he's not been here long enough to know but I think he would him and Jackson would be the two I'd be most concerned about because scoring goals is the name of the game and that is the hardest thing to do and in the as championship we, it's even harder yeah as we found out to our cost last season well, right? like yeah. I say we signed Ellis Harrison we signed Caden Jackson we and they didn't score goals, did they? Mm. These players stepping up from the lower leagues did not score goals up in that league, and you need some proven quality at that end of the pitch. Yep. Um, FPL Tractor asks, um, I feel like Emir Hughes should be in our best team, uh, him and Mick Stockwell, um, Joe, but can't work out how. Is this how the panel feels? Are we t- So if, if he's going in midfield, we're taking someone out. So who are we taking out? Are we taking out Scoose, Downs, or I, Nolan at the moment? I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd go four at the back, so... Vincent Young, Garbutt, probably Chambers and Wolfenden I'd go with at the moment as the back four. Cole Skew sitting in front, Emmy Hughes and Flynn Downs in front of them and John Nolan. Diamond. And, yeah, Diamond or four one three two, whatever you want to call it. But Hughes on the left-hand side, Downs on the right-hand side, just covering all the ground. Skew sitting there and Nolan trying to pop up and get involved with the front two. Joe, um, Dave... Yeah. I think you're right. I think, and, and just switching it a bit, I think, yeah, Hughes had always been a fully fit Hughes. Yeah, I agree with, obviously, Mick Stockwell. But, um, yeah, it'd be in my side. Right, the, yeah, good good player, great player. Um, and Nolan, I think we're going to now hopefully see the best of Nolan. Hopefully he'll nail down that sort of role. That he was excellent at Fleetwood. Yeah, with my Jordan, Jordan where he said he was dad. He said he was just different class, second half. Yep. So you, you like to think he can nail down that position and then... Um, yeah, we we shall see. But yeah, Hughes would always be. Well, my, see, my if you have if you have Scoo sitting there with Hughes, Nolan, and Downs, no team in the league is going to be able to live with that pass. And, and well, also, I mean, there there are going to be injuries at some point, right? As well, so there's an element of Hughes maybe biding his time and and, and an injury into midfielder, and he gets in by default, doesn't Get him he? In. But Mickey Stockwell says, <laughs> do what Mickey Stockwell says. Um, yeah. Jack Slider, Dave, um, we've talked to him a, a little bit. Toto, how was he for you? We've we've kind of talked to this one, haven't we? Bit rusty, bit rusty still, I'd say. Old totes last night still, a little bit rusty. <laughs> but, but but as I said before, that's kind of how he plays. He's one of these players that. Oh, he's a, he's a sort of modern version of old Manu, old Manu Petit a bit, really. He's never, sometimes he comes away with the ball. Has he really got the ball under control? Has he really got this situation under control? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, he sort of, he, he keeps you on the edge, which, yeah, I, I, like I said, it gives you, you know, it certainly uh, makes it makes it exciting sometimes watching him play. But yeah, he's still a bit rusty for me I just last think night. If, I was a, if I was an opposition striker, I'd always think he's got some, he's got a rick in him, hasn't he? <laughs> Is he one of those yeah. ones that I'll, I'll do it on the night? You know, this is like the leasing dot com. I'd have to worry. But he's he's the one along with Norwood and our team who who ultimately could be a could be a terrorist legend, couldn't he? He's just got that persona about him and everything. Yeah. yeah, just people love him, don't they? And he comes across and you know, social and stuff like that as a really really nice um, a really nice guy as well. Exactly right. I'll come back to you on on this one as well, then, Dave. Um, AWITFC. Um, as we won convincingly last night. Do you think we learned any lessons from our defeat to Luton? Obviously, they were a different calibre of team, but it was good to see second stringers. Thank you very much. And um, playing as a team and getting a good result. Any thoughts I don't on? Think, I don't think there's any correlation between those two games at all, really. Was it? I mean, Luton were. What was it? Only, was it the second game of the season? Was it second game uh, two, game like three? That, yeah. I can't remember. Two or three. Um, 
and Luton had a half decent start to the season as well, so they were on a they were on a high anyway. I don't think there's any. I don't think you can make any comparison between the two. Really, it's just nice to win cup games if you can come yeah 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 um and don't let that stop you putting in questions awitfc we'll, we'll sometimes we'll we'll give you a you know <laughs> sorry oh yeah sorry um, I, could be answering, your question. No. I mean it's rubbish but <laughs> no <laughs> i'll tell you what I was talking about cup games just quickly i don't know if you could get onto this did you see someone tweeted um the current teams that are left in fa cup qualifying and and so who we Ultimately, could be drawn Mold, against in the first round. Oh my God! Absolute corkers in St Neots Town. I don't know. There was some absolute belters in there. Well, it's Royston against Molden and Tiptree, isn't it? Oh, is so it? One of those is going to be in the first round. <laughs> is it regional, or is it? No, you could go anywhere. I think it might be in the qualifying rounds, but not right. once it gets to the first round. I hope no. that priority for Molden and Tiptree away will be people that went to watch South the End. Pre-season. Pre-season, under-23s, friendly there this year. Yeah, yeah. Joe, I think we've talked about this one a little bit, but feel free to add anything in if you want. When will we see Dobra get a proper regular shot at the first team? I know he's a young guy, um, but he's absolute class. Offers way more than Judd, surely. (laughs) Um, How do you fit them all in? Um, Yeah, anything to add on here? He mentions It's it's, it's going to be cups for him at the moment, isn't it? It's going to be cups and keep doing what he's doing and he's gonna he's gonna sort of make his impact actually what will be interesting to see how we Lambert approaches the FA Cup actually first yeah. round that will be that will Depends be quite draw, I, I it? think it's gonna be as it as a league cup and the Lisa.com yeah. it's gonna Thing. be it's similar gonna to be last nine. night maybe it's such a big of, squad you don't need are. to make those eight nine changes yeah. just give everyone a game aren't you do we not care if we go out? Not, not, even, not even against Molden, Molden and Tiptree? If you, well, if you draw no, a League on a 23, One team... Nil-nil with them and... oh, do we care about going out in, in the first round of the FA Cup, though? If we draw yeah, a League I, One I care. team... I, 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 do. I, okay. games. I hate losing Cup games. It yeah. pisses me off how bad our FA let's Cup get, is. Let's, for once, well, at least let's get to... Let's win a Cup and thought, get, to the third round, get to the third round and bloody draw Norwich at we home. We can the whole bloody thing. <laughs> it's going to Wembley three times, two times. No, um, we'll come back to cups. I've got something in mind for you. Um, Arthur Pickthorn asks about Hughes. I think we've done that one. Um, Benjamin Arier, um, which player from the under twenty threes would you say is close to the first team? Anyone that we didn't see last night, Joe, that you want to tell us about? Tommy Hughes, obviously we know, but are we are we aware of all of the the kind of key? Yeah, at the because like, so you see the players that have been involved earlier this season: Bailey Clements. Anything probably... on Brett McGavin? Um, not really. I, I I think he sort of drifted behind players like Elmazuni in 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 a pecking order, to be honest. And he sort of needs to go out on loan somewhere and and play some games because he's got he's got to an age where he needs some men's football. I mean, we were thinking last night. For me, Elmazuni now can't be that far behind Dazelle, was he? Might even be ahead of him. <laughs> That's a turn around, isn't it? Um, Adam Williams. I think we've dealt with this as well, Dave. But anything to add? How much appetite is there amongst fans? Um, to make a serious push at winning the Leeson Dockwood Trophy. Um, he covered the final. Um, I think he works uh, Radio Barton. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I saw that. Between Pompey and Sunderland. A great game, a great occasion. And then I saw how it ultimately ruined both clubs' promotion chances soon after. So Adam is calling us out. We've, we've nothing else really to add there. I think we've just agreed with him, haven't we? No, absolutely. Joe, Joe, and it's spot on, I think. Yeah, just treat it as, as great, you know, good, um, yeah, competitive, uh, competitive matches for the fringe players as such correlation causation that's what I'd say on it I've, I've run to the fifth round of the FA Cup in 1992 oh. away at Liverpool that didn't 
that didn't curtail our promotion run ah. that season and a good cup run is just used as an excuse when it's a bad league run but winning games is what players want to do and they want the big occasions they want to win games and we've got a big enough squad to handle all these competitions here here confident um, talk love it um, Ian McIntyre yep. asks about K Vincent Young um, we've dealt with his injury hopefully back for Accrington but um, we'll see you next week Harry Butcher just loving life just loving life guys just get out Supporting Ipswich is great for him at the moment. Um, good for you, Harry. Um, David Strang. Um, Dave, let me come to you this. Um, given how uncomfortable Hughes looked trying to dance like Bez in his goal video, this is the gif on uh, Twitter, do you think it's unfair for the club to force players into things like this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the departure of Grant Pringle will see something else replace it. Absolutely, absolutely right. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I think Mikey said it the other day. We were watching David James not together, obviously. So watching David James dance on Strictly Come Dancing, oh. it was just uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable. Four, <laughs> Four out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they need to find something. I don't know what Hughes likes to do. Maybe they need to embrace their hobbies, perhaps. I don't know. The the ladies' team. I think Amanda Crump in the ITFC women. Oh, yeah. has got a little. He's doing a little golf shot. You know, she's got a golf club. Little. Oh yeah, we love the Need golf to see people shot, yeah. on a potter's wheel or something, or you Potter know, pint, doing a little bit of painting yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Some little bit of brick. As long line. as there's no sheep involved in Emmy. Oh, <laughs> there's your racist. <laughs> uh, Joe, um, Andy Grimes is Jordan Roberts being unfairly overlooked for first team action. We have talked about this. Um, he mentions again the no striking options on the bench against Fleetwood. Um, proved he can score goals in, in a front two in the EFL Tin Pot Trophy. Um, Jordan Roberts' op- best bench option and best right until some of these. Yeah, I, I, I think he should have been on the bench at Fleetwood. I don't really see why you've got seven players on the bench and you've got effectively yeah, six was, midfielders. Yeah, what you, you need a strike on the bench, and Jordan Jordan Roberts is good enough to be a strike on the bench if 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 Keane's injured as he was. And you're playing two up front because otherwise you you make a change up front and you have to change formation. So, yeah, no, I think he's unfairly overlooked there. Um, final question <coughs> is, Dylan, could Toto become a club legend? Um, um, I think we agree there, Dave, on that one. No, don't we? Oh, yeah, he's that sort of player. Um, yeah, as, as Betty did, didn't he? Yeah, certainly yes. did. Yeah. He needs to score an overhead kick. And he, Betis, he asks... Betis, um, another yeah. angle on this Dobra Ilmazuni thing. I'll come to both of you on this one. I'll start with you, Dave. Um, who will play at the highest level, Dobra or Ilmazuni? Wow. And That's will it be with very... Ipswich? Different, yeah, very, very good question. I mean, you can see them at the moment, very, very early days, of course, but both those two look like they've got capability to play at a higher at a higher level in the future. So, but which one? I think El Mazzuni's physicality is going to give him such an advantage in it. Yeah, he's got that size as well as yeah. pace and yeah. gets around the pitch where, where Dobrit is yeah, always going to be. All round, yeah, perhaps a more all-round player, uh, certainly at this moment in time. And, and he can play at a Deep midfield right. against forwards, uh, number eight has played out Set wide for the first as team. Well. I think he will. He, he's got more but, strings to his bow, but I, I preferred watching Dobra personally. But he's got more strings to his bow, which will probably allow him to push on a bit further. But you know what? What well, it's great. It's great that we're even mentioning these two 
in that sort in, in those sort of terms, isn't it? I After mean, a bit yes. of a quiet period, you know, the yeah. last few seasons, brilliant, is, um, absolutely yeah. fantastic, good stuff. Um, I, I'll end with um, this one from Matthew Noble, and um, we've been I've been tweeting this throughout the week. Um, your ITFC dinner party guests of choice, gentlemen. Any anyone that you want to add into the mix that maybe you haven't seen so far? Okay, I haven't done my fire. Can I do my fire? I think yeah. obviously me. You know, I do harp back to days of glory and stuff like that. I think you've got. I think we've got to sort of stay. So I'll go for someone. You need someone for the from the 61, 62. So I assume we're talking about people that could actually could actually be there, sort of living people, are we? You is can that, have whatever you want, that? Dave. Okay, so if we had some limbs, so I think Ray. Ray, one Ray Crawford, who I've met before. Don't know if you have, Joe. I met him at a couple of the players' dinners. He's what a bloody legend. We'll talk football with you. We'll talk about anything with you forever. Absolutely brilliant. And obviously, it reflect back on the days under South. Colin Viljone, I'd quite like just to tap into, you know, what happened that Cup final, player power type thing. And obviously, for me, Russell Osman, I'd sit next to him and he could talk me through every one of the 66 games in 80 81, of course. And it's pretty selfish because my favorite, some of my favorite players, John O, David Johnson, the second, John O, again, I've met him a couple of times, top, top bloke, cracking, funny as you like, brilliant bloke, and probably my all time favorite player in recent, in recent years, Pablo. Perfect Pablo? For me. What you Perfect having? Paella with Pablo? Ah, probably. What the heck? Doesn't really matter. I've forgotten that I've stumbled into Team Jono, haven't I? I've got. Oh yeah. Yes. Three. Oh, yeah. two pods in a row. I'd now, have had Jono on mine, but I'd have. But mine are sort of more recent. I think oh, yeah. Jim Jilton just because. Yeah, great shout. If, good, if things good, if things need yeah, clearing out, he could just start a fight in the in the empty room just to sort of clear <laughs> it out at the end of the night. But he can talk, and he's got some great stories as well, Jim. Jono. Um, just someone else quickly, if if I had, if I could name a sub, Ian Marshall told one of the funniest stories I've ever heard at one of these meet the player events at the Dove. He told probably, if not the funniest, the, if not one of the funniest, the funniest football story I've ever heard. So he's he's hilarious. Although um, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be him wouldn't have to have any uh, any women any ladies present there because he's got a bit of a potty mouth. But anyway, or yeah, it would, it'd, be, it, it'd be great. Yeah. Anyone else, Jay? Um. Chris Kawamia, nice guy, and sort of one of my early heroes. Johnny Walk is always yeah. seems to be friends with every He's player, popular, every generation. Yeah. Maybe Terry Butcher as well. Just nice. uh, sort Get of solid. Bit of nineteen ninety World Cup stories that'd be good as well. What you eating, Joe? Steak. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chicken with it would, it would be an potato. steak because Butcher would chuck it out the window if it was. <laughs> <laughs> Good thick stuff. Thick cut shit. That, I'd tell you that line up, Joe's got steak and thick cut chips yeah, yeah. written all over it. Absolutely. Right. Chunky onion rings. Yeah. And English mustard on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent stuff. Um, play your stats right, gentlemen. Um, oh. And we have, I've, I've got one for you. And, and to be fair, I'm. Already worried that Joe Fares is going to absolutely destroy oh, this again. Oh, no, it's one for Joe. And is it, is it what, what round of the FA Cup have we got to, higher <laughs> or lower, for the last 10 seasons? <laughs> it is, but it's not the last 10 seasons. It's 90, starting in the 90s. I'm doing the 90s. I thought okay. I'd go back to a point where we used to get out of the third round, although there are some third round exits here. So starting in 1991... Um, where we went out in the third round to Southampton. And I'll give bonus points if you can name the team who knocked us out. Um, Joe, you've already mentioned this one, so this will be nice and easy. Higher or lower than third in the 91-92 season? 
Well, Liverpool, 91-92. Is that the fifth round? Fifth it? round. My first game was the home home tie, oh, yeah. the first round. Um, first game, 92-93, um, higher or lower than the fifth round? Oh, that's got, that's, I can't, that's got to be lower. I mean, we had a good season, didn't we? But that's that's got to be lower than the fifth round. Surely. 92-93, so, oh, so that's on, our wait, first wait, season in the Prem. We played Arsenal, hang on, hang on, hang on. sixth round in that season. Arsenal. In the sixth round, didn't we? Gentlemen, you're bang on. Oh, Higher, oh. six. Hi, I'll go sixth round. You're yeah, you're right. Again. You're absolutely bang yeah. on. Um, 93-94. Higher or lower than the sixth round? No, obviously, the sixth round. Well, following it's round's got to be lower, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that's it's a gimme. So that's fifth. Can anyone tell me who knocked us out? What, the fifth round? Yeah, the first it, game was a, was, it was a replay, and the first game was one of the main games on Match of the Day, if that helps. Oh, Villa? It was Wolves. Wolves. Great well, show. Two, one at home. Yep. Yeah. Johnny Walker scored a well, quite a good they were, in, goal that game. they were in Division 2 at the time, or Division 1 at the time. I think they were, yeah, they were the league below us. 94 yeah, um, 95, higher or lower than fifth round? Um, we lost at, uh, I believe we lost at Wrexham, didn't we? Which round? Third. Uh, yeah, good shout. Um, 95 96, higher or lower than the third round? Or the same? Ninety-five, ninety-six. Who's goes? It me. Who's the? You can. I'm. I'm. Ninety-five, ninety-six. I think we lost again, either in the fifth or sixth round at home to Villa. So higher than third round. You're correct. It is Aston Villa, and is the fifth round. Excellent stuff. Ninety-six, ninety-seven. So we are. Yeah, higher or lower than the fifth round. <laughs> we lost to Wolves around again, didn't we? In one of these. Years or not that I can see, Joe. No, six nights. I'd say I'd say lower. I'd say third or fourth rounds. Dave, any? Yeah, I think I'd go with that. Yeah. So that was the. Um, so it's lower. It's third round, and it's Nottingham yeah. Forest away. Oh, three nil. We got absolutely spanked, didn't we? They were. That was when Van Frieonk was One there. One of Dyer's first games, I think. Um, then ninety-seven, ninety-eight, higher or lower than the third round, all the same. Fourth round. Dave? Oh, 97, 98. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. Yeah, round about there. Fourth, fourth. round. Is, uh, yeah. We went out to Sheffield United on a replay. Um, oh, yeah. 98, 99, higher, lower, or the same than fourth round. 98, 99. This one was unlucky, say, I think. There was a bit of controversy, I think, in this match. I'd say lower than third. Joe? Yeah, I can't think. It's the same. It's um, Everton away, I think. Oh, Marco we Materazzi. A... We had a Goldislav injury time. Yeah, an offside, a spurious offside decision, I think, cost spurious. us a replay against Everton. Spurious. And, Joe, this should be an absolute gimme for you. Let's see how good your memory is. 99-2000, higher or lower than fourth round. That's a nice, symmetrical um, end to the to the round, actually, if you remember 90-91. to 91. Oh, lose to Southampton. I was on, was that on a Monday night? Was it? It was. Oh, I lost one. No, Dean, it was Dean in November. Richards scored. Lost one nil. It was Richards. prior to Christmas. The third round of the cup was prior to yeah, Christmas, wasn't it? Because was. Man United were going away to that club World Club, club Championship World Cup, early yeah. and lost. Oh, I think that was on the telly, and we lost one nil. And was the late um, Dean Richards. Dean Richards, the late yeah, Dean. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. And Dave Jones was on the bench and had just been cleared. I think of some. An oh. off-field Mr. Mears. Scott, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, and it, no, no Scott Duggery, because I think he was... No Scott Duggery at all, yeah, yeah. what I'm talking about. Legally. Yeah. Um, how, Alleged Mr. Mears, no, but, but also with that, with that Dave Jones as well, I, f- 
I think his when you read the summing up of that case, it's sort of said how it was just like the biggest absolute load of rubbish ever. How it got that far is beyond the judge's sort of understanding, and it should never have done. But even now, his name is still tarnished by it. But yeah. he wrote a book to try and explain this, and sort of included the judge's verdict on it. So that's a shame for Dave. On a serious note, there. Yeah, let's yeah. let's, let's yeah. put it around and try and end on a positive, eh? Um, that, that is it, gents. I'm going to do some plugs. Um, I'm, I, I've enjoyed that. I thought that was great fun. Hopefully not too yeah, dull for anyone. Um, so uh, this week in ICFC mm-hmm. history, still available. A great show that was. That was a one-hour, 45-minute oh, epic, Dave. We just got totally kicked. You guys don't stop. For so long, we just got Extra totally, time. totally carried away with it. So, Extra yeah, it was time. good, actually. And I think the plan is to do potentially another one next week where there's no midweek game or international oh, break it. so could be one next week won't don't hold your breath but watch this space give us some 90s that's that's my request I know, yeah. 90s. Yeah. Oh, that's my request um you can uh, th- uh, the flagship will be back i think uh, ben and joe i think is at the moment the combo i'm making myself unavailable because i'm just become an uncle so i'm hey. off to see my little niece and try and, nice in, and make her an Ipswich Town fan because half the family is Ipswich, half the family's Cole U. So I need to get in there early with the ITFC merch. So I'm off back home. Um, nice. So weekend off for Ipswich, um, but no weekend off for Joe. He's back with Ben, I think, for a, a, probably a little bit of a season so far, post bag type situation. So no doubt Twitter will divulge what the plan is there. Um, and you can find our channel. Um, well, you can find us on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. Go looking for Benjamin Bloom on YouTube, and you'll find his stuff and our stuff. Um, Dave, what is your Twitter? At David Diamond Three. Joe, what's your Twitter and the Academy Twitter? Um, at Joe Fairs and at ITFC underscore Academy. Any Academy action for you this weekend? I, I, I don't know if I can make it, but they are playing Colchester at home. The under 18s playing Colchester at home Saturday morning, 11 a.m. kickoff. Excellent. Is is that Playford Road? Is that at Playford Road? Yeah. And go down there if you're looking for a fix. Windy, windy, a windy, a Playford, windy Playford Road. Road. It's always windy. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't used to be. But they had massive trees at, at the rugby side pitch, and they cut it down, and it's like, oh, <laughs> what was Greta the best saying? idea? Um, <laughs> the the eighty foot trees that have taken forty years to grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just, now yeah. it's really windy. Screw you, nature. Gentlemen, I, re- some, I think it was a requirement for some timber to repair the turnstiles. I think that's perhaps what it was. <laughs> it was a bit of recycling. <laughs> a few benches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, gents. I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for everyone for it your questions. Um, who wants the last word? Dave, you have the last word. I've got the last word. I've really got nothing to say. I would say, Mike, you be careful what you... After tell you what, yeah, after seeing that Portsmouth stat, after seeing that Portsmouth stat, um, stat last week, um, don't count your chickens. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.